episode 81 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast's Bladder Chatter. It's our fortnightly installation where we discuss some of our favourite films. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. Yo. Yo. So we had our first episode back after a bit of a short break, um, but what the hell have you been up to? Well, it's our first Splatter Chatter back. It is our first Splatter Chatter back, yeah. What have I been up to? Um, apart from heaps of shit. I mean, well, yeah. I went through Christmas. I we went had Christmas, New Year's. New Year's. Didn't do anything in any of them. No. Um, but recently I, uh, I got hurt. Because yeah. I always get hurt. Oh, my God. Um, well, I'm a 43-year-old man that skills skateboards. So yeah. it's just like, yeah. So I was skateboarding. Yep. <laughs> and I was on my friend's ramp. He's got a new, nice, new, beautiful in uh, backyard half pipe made uh-huh. out of wood. And I was going up to do a grime. And I was leaning too far into the ramp and I, no, over the ramp. Sure. And my board zinged out underneath me, which flung me forward onto the platform. And I didn't notice there was like, well, I didn't see, there was a skateboard. Someone else's skateboard was like sitting up against a pole. And I slammed my head down so hard on my temple on the very end of the skateboard and, um, and like, you know, got a head injury kind of thing. So I hit my temple as hard as I've ever hit it before, which mm-hmm. is, you know, not the place to hit. No. And I thought I was okay. Like it hurt. I got a big mark. I had a lump and a mark. But the next day at work, I had to like, I, uh, I started to fe- keep feeling like I was falling. Mm-hmm. Like I'd walk and then I, I would feel dizzy for a second. And then it was like the ground suddenly fell out from under me a couple mm-hmm. of times. It was only for a second. I was like. <gasps> yeah. And uh, that happened about three times. And I might said to my one of my workers, like, I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> fuck this well, shit. Well, that's why you've got workers, but also fuck. Yeah. I, well, I went home and like. My wife's like, you should go to the doctor. I'm like, I'm not going to the doctor at this time. Well, like, I did. We in... had lunch and you were telling me all about it. I'm like, did you get Claire to check you for a concussion? You're like, nah. But uh, yeah, I got home and she's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, uh, I, I felt like I was falling. <laughs> and she's like, you got to go to the doctor. And I went, nah. She goes, you should at least call health, uh, get in contact with Health Direct, which is a really good reputable kind yep. of website, which goes through your symptoms. And I... Uh, Went through it all, and in the end, they were like, you know, it came to the conclusion, like, just monitor yourself yeah. and make sure you're okay. Like, it wasn't a real head, head injury or anything. But, yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, yeah, I mean, I went through Christmas and New Year's. It was all pre- pretty quiet. Um, I was laid up for a few days because I've hurt my back. We're all just um, hurt. Just so sore. Um, I've got terrible back problems, but I'm doing a little bit more physical labor at work and I don't tend to wait for anyone. So it's, a, it's my own damn fault. Um, but we got a puppy. A poopy. A that's poopy. right. A uh, My mother-in-law was gifted a puppy for Christmas. Um, By who? Someone, like her boss or something. That's weird. It's weird. It's weird. But there's a puppy in the house. I don't really care. She's adorable. We hang out. What's its name? Her name's Raven. Gross. Yeah. Um, what sort of dog is it? It's a Belgian Malinois, which is like a Belgian Shepherd. I don't know what any of those dogs are. Yeah, no, that's fine. But she's adorable and she is... Uh, have big paws? She's got big paws. Big paws? She's got With big bouncy paws. pads? Yes. Bouncy oh, yeah. Pads. She likes being on her back as well, so I give her a lot of belly scrubs. So that's been like the highlight of my life. Well, getting a dog is like getting a fucking, you know, a 20-year partner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a relationship for 20 years. I'm okay with it. 15 to 20 years, however long dogs live for. I don't know. No, me neither. Because I don't have a dog. It's not my dog. 
when I leave, it's not oh, coming Oh, I bet with you'll me. leave with that dog. Oh, I'll leave with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it so. Um, so today I've, uh, I've decided that we were going to talk about clown movies, but specifically the clown versus the movie. So we all know that clowns have an absolutely fascinating history. It dates back to ancient Egypt. And then you've got like the pre-modern, you know, Pagliacci, depressing as fuck. Uh, the standard clowns that we know and love, depressing as fuck. Uh, it, it is gr- depressing. It is so depressing. Uh, but then we hit the sad 60s. clown, sad clown, tramp clown, depressed hobo, drunk clown. It's all negative. And then we hit the 60s and we get uh, Bozo the Clown and we get Ronald McDonald. And these are like really positive sort of happy clowns that there's nothing wrong with them. They're not depressing. Um, and then we they're, get... They're there to make you laugh. Crusty. Crusty. But then we also get this notion of clowns at a kid's birthday party. So they become this entertaining thing instead of this really weird and depressing thing. And then that all just fell to shit as soon as uh, old mate John Wayne Gacy was... Uh, convicted of killing people dressed as a clown dressed as a clown was it people or did he, did he kill kids it was boys young boys young, young boys, boys. yeah like a scumbag um damn so yeah the whole history of clowns is this really weird and sorted kind of thing uh which is absolutely fascinating and i recommend everyone look it up at some point if you're bored um but yeah so clowns in horror it's it's a big staple um well yeah it just goes hand in hand when you think about it yeah so they are like, just, they are terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with clowns. They I nothing them. They Your uh, avid listener, Bryn Phillips, has a problem with clowns. I know. I gave him like fair warning. I'm like, Bryn, we're doing an episode on clowns. I'm giving you a heads up now. He's not going to be scared of someone talking about clowns. No, no, no. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. But so, I am going to go to his house <laughs> and dress up as a clown and hide Next to his bed. I'm just going to lay down next to his bed dressed as a clown. Yep. And only get up at 3 a.m. Oh, no. And touch him. Oh, dear. Not wake him up. Just touch, just him, touch him with my big gloves. <laughs> and I'm going to rub my clown shoes on his face. Oh, dear. He, he's going he's gonna to cry. Sorry, Brent. But, yeah. So, we'll talk about some of our favorite... Clowns. I'm not, not going to say necessarily favorite clown films, but I'm going to talk about... Films that stand out because of the clown. So, for yeah, it's, we're just going to talk about clowns in horror. Yeah. So, do you want to jump off or do you want me to? Uh, you jump off on this one because this is not, I'm just going to go out, put out yeah. this is not my forte. I've mm-hmm. never been into clowns and I don't care about them. Same. But as I was doing my research, once again, I realized that I, there's more clowns in my life than I uh, knew. Well, it's like our zombie episode. We're like, we yeah, fucking zombie films. And here's a list of 50 films that we've both loved and, and enjoyed. And yeah, yeah, all yeah. these things. Um, okay, so the first one I'm going to go with is House of a Thousand Corpses. It's 2003, directed by Rob Zombie. Your buddy, mate. My old mate. I love him. So this film is like, you know, a couple of teenagers. They're traveling across... Texas, looking for urban legends and the roadside attractions. It's got and the guy from The Office in it. Yeah, Rain Wilson's in yeah. it. Yeah. So, and they come across like this bizarre fucking backwater family. Anyway, so for this film, like I like this film. But first, they come across. They do. So the first person they come across is Captain Spalding. And he is like, he's got this, this sort of uh, fried chicken and hell ride, which... It sort of takes you through like the history of like the sadistic serial killers within it's Texas. Be, yeah, it, it tells you what's going to happen in the film. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it kind of outlays everything. But he becomes like Captain Spaulding has become this sort of 
figure in horror, like when you think of clowns, um, you know, he is right there. Whether you've seen A House of Thousand Corpses or not, you know Captain Spaulding. And he kind of pops up in all these different um, sort of reiterations. So he's in like cameos in and the whole way through uh, Rob Zombie's films, like Captain Spaulding's there. Not necessarily dressed as, but he's still there. That guy. Yeah, because he was in The Devil's Rejects, wasn't he? Yeah. But he was never the clown. No. But it's the same character. It's the same character, yeah. So um, I think you're holding Captain Sporting up higher than he deserves. I don't think... Really? Because you have just, like, delved into, like, a Rob Zombie. Yes. And I don't think... If someone isn't a Rob Zombie person, I don't think they'd know who Captain Sporting well, is. Well, I think horror people know. Like, if you know, you know. So even if you haven't seen A House of a Thousand Corpses, and that's fine. You live your life the way you want to live it. Boring. Um, what... <laughs> This is like his probably one of his best films. Yeah, yeah. How's a thousand corpses is the best out of that trio? It's fun. Oh, I don't know. Devil's Rejects is pretty good. Pretty different though. I it's think very that different. but the, when you think about the Devil's Rejects, the only thing you remember is Freebird at the end. <laughs> like really, <laughs> like when you think about it. Yeah, no, that's fair. Like I can't remember anything that happens in that film. I remember there's a car. Yep. And there's dust. Mm. <laughs> and then there's that song and some shooting. Yep. And um and what was the third one? Didn't they die? Yeah, so there is a third one. Uh, What's it called? It's called Three from Hell. That it was just, it was literally just production hell because Sid Haig, who plays Captain Spaulding, he was very sick at the time. He didn't kind of let anyone know. He died, so they had to sort of rewrite Whilst shooting. Yep, they had to kind of rewrite and change it up. So, it, it, so there's no more Captain Spaulding's. No. Yeah, right. Did he die of natural causes or did he get eaten by John Wayne Gacy's ghost? (laughs) I'm pretty certain he had cancer, so I'm not 100% sure. The silent killer. But, I mean, I'm pretty certain whether you've seen House of a Thousand Corpses or not, you've seen Captain Sporting. I watched House of a Thousand Corpses recently, just for fun, because I... I mean, I do like that film and I have, like, really... And I watched it, like... It's one of those films that I did the dumb and I watched it real late, by myself, drunk. Yep. Coming home after partying, put it on because, you know, I'd never let the party die. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I watched it and I got to the captain's, the, the Mr. Satan bit where he's called. Yeah. Mr. Satan. What's his name? I think it's like Mr. Satan or no, something. No, no. Dr. Satan. Dr. Satan. Dr. Satan. I got scared. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Too much red wine. Well, you watch anything bent and you sort of don't know what's going on after a while and... Yeah, but yeah, right. You know. um, and then in turn, like uh, Rob Zombie has done another film called 31, which I won't talk too much about. Oh, is that him? That is him. And it's basically like these carnival workers are kidnapped and held hostage in an abandoned compound where they're forced to participate in this weird like game where they have to survive for 12 hours with a gang of sadistic clowns trying to hunt them down. Sounds um, like a kind of a, a sore ripoff. It is a bit of a sore ripoff. Do you know, it also stars Meg Foster. Oh, really? Yep, from does They she, Live. Does she out-talk them? She does, and it's even huskier now because I'm feeling like... An 30, She's had like 40,000 cigarettes. 30 years of scotch and cigarettes will do that to you. Um, you know, that that film itself is not fantastic, but it's still got this very sinister sort of clown vibe to it. And I think there's like someone else in it that I can't... So they're remember. all clowns? Yeah. Clowns you, killing people. Do you think this Rob Zombie likes clowns? Well, you know, he's got that classic line. What? Don't you like clowns? Don't you think we're fucking funny? Where was that in? Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh. No, I don't. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm going to do my next one. Yes. My first one. So I'm, as I said, I'm a, I'm, I'm a bit of a, 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 I'm a clown noob. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go with it. 
<laughs> Pennywise, 1990? Yep. The OG Tim Curry? Yes. Um, so that was, I think... Maybe my because I I just hadn't watched any clown movies because I was just so uninterested in the idea of clowns because I don't find clowns cool mm-hmm. and I don't find them scary so yep. I just always avoided it. But the, it was like I'm not Stan Stephen King so I looked into it and it was long and <laughs> and um yeah so you've got I mean you could, we can kind of do like them both yeah and I will no that's fine um, so yeah so you've got Penny the, the original uh, Tim Curry Curry Pennywise we all know what he looks like that that. Is an iconic. He's iconic. Yep. That's like the horror clown. I think everyone knows the yep. one holding the balloon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hassling kids, hassling adults. Doesn't give a fuck who he hassles. And that. What do you think of Pennywise? I like Pennywise. So I think Pennywise. Like yeah, well again we we'll, we joke about the the we don't really like zombie films we don't really like these things but we find that we've watched a lot but I think Pennywise is definitely one of the most iconic clowns in horror history and even now like the 2017 version um, yeah he, which I so Pennywise and Pennywise yeah <laughs> um, yeah both of them like how did he do that 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 who plays the, the new one I think it's like it's a Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't look anything. I mean, and and again, Tim Curry didn't look anything like Pennywise. He fucking nailed it. Oh my god, yes. He became that that new film. Like, I that's up there with one of my favorite films. I reckon. Like, yeah, same. I was like, as in favorite horror films. Like, I was just like, this is such a good version of this. Like, telling of this tale. Like, all the bits that were in the the original nineteen ninety one that you kind of like they. They didn't quite delve in deep enough or they didn't, you know, quite get that or they left out yeah. or they didn't quite get the feeling enough of, of certain scenes. They really nailed it in the uh, the 2017 Pennywise one. Yeah. And then the Pennywise himself, he like he didn't like take the Tim Curry Pennywise and, and roll with it. He fucking did, he his, did own, his own thing. His own thing. He, he, he brought a new version of a, a terror to this character in the way he acted and mm. the way he, yeah, in the way he acted and the way he, uh, and his look, man. Yeah. Like, well, really he worked went... with all these prosthetics as well. So he found that he sort of drooled with the teeth that he had in, but he just let it be part of the character. So then all of a sudden he's sitting there and he's talking and then there's this just spit hanging off of his lip and you like he's salivating at the idea of these kids' fear and eating them, but he's trying to maintain this level of like, oh, God, I can't reveal this just yet. Because he like he he went into character real early, doesn't yes. he? He like drives to work as a character and oh, shit, yeah. like yelling out to people as a clown in his car. And I remember hearing about that and <laughs> stuff. And yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> but that's but, the thing about so like that, I mean, you think about Pennywise now, and you you ask you go out and ask a kid, do you know who Pennywise is? Whether they've seen it or not, they know who Pennywise is. Yeah, and they know who the new one is, not yeah, the old one. No. And I mean, I watched Space Jam the other day, the new yes. one, Space Jam 2. <laughs> that? Oh, fine. I didn't give a shit, eh? Yeah. But there's fucking Pennywise in yeah. that. He's in the background. Yeah, like, so is the Conjuring, the, the nun from The Conjuring, she's in the background because it's all a W, like Warner Brothers, like IP. Yeah, so. but like putting but that you've into got, a kid's film. Apparently, yeah, yeah the, the, the Halloween just recently, like it was one of the main costumes that kids were dressing up as, Pennywise and stuff. And I'm like... How you couldn't have seen the film, and if you have, your fucking parents are rubbish. Well, it's kind of like Squid (laughs) Games. So, like a lot of these kids haven't watched it because they're not old enough for it, but they know what it is. They're playing it at school, 
just because of what they've sort of seen on the internet. So it's like... Yeah, I remember being into films that I hadn't seen a lot yeah. as a kid, like in year seven and stuff, because like I was fully into the horror. Like I said, I'd go to the video shop, I'd stare at the covers, and, the, and you know, I'd... I'd sheepishly turn the pages of my well, my brother's friends' Fangoria magazines, like scared of every page, <laughs> but loving it as well. Yeah. So you, I, I knew these films. I knew the characters. I knew Jason, Freddy, all they were. I hadn't seen any of them, though, Yeah. at that time, like, but I knew who they were. And I guess that is the equivalent, like Squid Game and Pennywise is the equivalent of like these films that I hadn't seen that I was obsessed with. Yeah. Like, f- yeah, I was fully all over... In year five, it was all about aliens. Mm-hmm. And, like, and the, you know, the life cycle of a chest burster and all that shit. Yeah. But, like, I didn't think I'd seen it. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe I had? Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't have seen it. I was, like, in year five. Like, I was clearly too young for it. Maybe I had seen it then. I hadn't seen, like, Evil Dead, though. I saw that in year seven. But, like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> but Pennywise, such an iconic character. Maybe the most famous horror clown in the world. I'd say And now so. there's two of them and they're both as famous as each other. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't well, say maybe that. Maybe not the Tim Curry as much anymore to the younger generation. No. But I still find, like, out of that whole telly movie, I mean, it is very long-winded. Um, and you sort of, you don't care about the second half of the movie because it's the adults. You don't give a shit about them. But the kid, like, the first half with the kids, it's the same argument we were having about the original Pennywise, uh, sorry, the the remake. Um, but yeah, with the the one thing that you that stands out from this film is Pennywise. You know, you can watch the new it, and there's so many different things that stand out. Like the kids' performances are fantastic. You know, the adult performances are fantastic. You've got all these really cool things, so nothing kind of overshadows. But with the original one, it's Pennywise. Yeah, because they didn't have the the budget for to do the effect. Yeah. Although I still think in the, the the 2017 one, when Pennywise is in the fridge and he gets out and he's all twisted and spins out, oh, kind of so his good. body breaks around and cups, yeah. steps out of it. I think I remember seeing that in the cinema and I was like, oh my God. And the fucking lady in the picture. Yeah. That thing scared. That was like, like because it, it was like they took phobia, real phobias yes. and ran with them for every scene. Yeah. Um, and I think that was mine. Like, the idea of it, it was yeah. fucking great. And she was, like, sucking on his face, do you remember, at one yeah, stage? Yeah, at that point, she was just, like, full on. She was, like, elite, like a fucking fluke worm on him or some shit, <laughs> like, fluking him. <laughs> but uh, I remember then there was, like, the, the bad scene in that, in number two, where it was just, like, video game levels of each character going through finding their fucking, their, their power animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever it was, a spirit totem. Yeah. I mean, I I rewatched it recently and, you know, it still holds up for me. It's still really enjoyable, but it's never going to be as strong as the first one. No. Definitely not. Oh, like the second film? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, because uh, you got that whole... They could have... Because in the first, in the 1991, they kind of interspliced the adults and the kids a bit together, didn't they? Like, like... A little bit. Well, I reckon they should have done that. They should have mushed it like so. Like the adults should have been in the first one. Mm. Uh, you know, just pulling that, not having it such a divide in the middle of like, this is the kid film, this is the adult film. It should have just been the story the whole way through. And I reckon it would have just like fared a bit better. Like, mm. It although, might have ended up being know, like, like three or four hours long. So it, it would have also made those actors do heaps more work. Then again, they could have just cut it all together, couldn't they? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. 
Interesting. Did they shoot that film all at once? Was no. it one of them? The first one was filmed all at once. The second film was different at a different time because um, they had to de-age the kids because by the time they got to filming the second one, the kids had grown up a bit. Fucking kids. Man. And then, yeah, I know. How dare they? Bunch of fuckholes. <laughs> All right, what's your next one? All right, so my next one is just a movie called Clown from 2014. Um, so it's about this dad who's trying to find, like, um, he's trying to get a clown at his kid's birthday party. So he ends up finding a clown suit, um, but only to realise that once he puts the suit on, he can't take it off and he <laughs> slowly starts to transform into this weird demonic clown that is with a bit of a bloodlust so we get these really like horrific scenes of him you know he's is it frowny the clown is that the one i'm not sure if it's frowny the clown it's directed by john watts yeah yeah and eli roth plays the clown does he (laughs) yep no frowny the clown it's eli roth no yep i think eli roth produced it no Oh, my he, God. He produced it and played the clown. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, but we get these scenes where the dad, it's like, you know, he first off, he can't take the wig off. So the wig's not coming off. So then he has to kind of cut it. Very similar to like the episode of The Simpsons where they put the, the wig on President Bush and he comes out and it's like... Oh, uh, rainbow? To, yeah, it's the rainbow one. You know, and then he's got this, this nose that he starts to rip off, but it's ripping off his skin. And it's just like all of these things, it's becoming him and he's trying very hard to fight it. So this was like one of those films, like I haven't watched it in a while, but even watching it, like it still stands out to me now. Like it was still one of the very first films that I thought of when I thought, let's do clown films. Bam, right there. People seem to like it. It's got good ratings. Yeah. It looks gross. Like, and what does he just give in to it in the end? I can't remember if he 100% gives in, but yeah, it's pretty much like a you're doomed to to be this, you can't this win? clown. I do yeah. like a can't win you, situation. I know you do. It's definitely worth checking out. I think you'd like it. It's weird. It's like it was made in 2014. Its release date was 2016. Hmm. <laughs> Must have been some like delays. Some, uh, some hell. What do they call it? Developer hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it looked good. I mean, Eli Roth. Well, yeah. Well, now that I know he played the fucking clown. Do you not like it now? No, I like it even more. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. What's your next one? Um, My next one is The Clown from 1982's Poltergeist. Uh Uh-huh. The clown toy. It sits on the kid's fucking chair. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he gets scared and, you know, uh, I think it's in a storm. He gets scared. He's on the chair looking at him, you know, fucking, and then he... It's not looking at it. It's not there or something. And then it's on him, and it's got, yeah. you know, it's it's got long arms and it wraps. It's, it and, and this this clown to me, this is a toy clown. This encapsulates those fucking toys. Mm-hmm. The toys that like, why did this get made? Yeah. In real life? <laughs> why would anyone go? That kid would like this. Yeah, sure. It's like an amalgamation of terror. <laughs> like, it's got long arms. It's got this face of smiling a porcelain head. Um, if you don't know this clown, you should you should look it up. It's well, a pr- this is this is one hundred percent the case where the the clown in this is just as iconic as the whole film. Because if you talk to anyone, you'd be like, "Oh, hey, like, have you seen Poltergeist?" They're like, "Yeah, the fucking clown man." Because they they redid it in the new one. Yeah. And I actually think the clown looked too evil in that from the start. That it was unbelievable as a kids' toy. I was yeah. like, 
Yeah, maybe, but yeah. But no, nah, the, the idea of like the long arms that wrap around him and shit when he's under the... Pulls him under the bed. Pulls him under the bed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah, the, you're not even safe under the bed. It pulls you under the bed. But uh, as I said, as a person who's not really into fucking clowns, <laughs> that one was a pretty good one. Well, no, it's, 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 it's just known as Clown Doll. Yeah, well, it stands oh, out. No, its name is Evil Doer. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Didn't I didn't know that, but its character name is Evil Doer. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it completely stands out as this, like, entity in this film. Like, you can think about all, all of the other major scenes that happen that are also really cool, but the clown. The clown is what stands out. The clown is what terrifies I, people. I always like Robbie in Poltergeist. He's the ignored kid who's so much bad shit happens to him. <laughs> like, well, there's always that kid. He gets fucking the clown attacks him. He gets eaten by a tree at one stage and they pull him out of that. He fucking... All this bad shit happens to him. And then he just like, he just keeps getting ignored because like, uh, if he will only care about the little girl. Yeah. And like they bring him in. He's just been eaten by a fucking tree. He's got slime all over him. And he's like points and there's a fucking, you know, other shit's happening. And then it's like, fuck off, Robbie. We don't care about you now. <laughs> Damn it, like, Robbie. We only have time to deal with Carol Ann. Carol Ann. Yeah, you got, your name doesn't sound cool said by the lady coming in. <laughs> Robbie! <laughs> yeah, right? Are there any... Um, how good is this? There is on, like, uh, the Villains Fandom Wiki page, which is where you can find heaps of information about, like, you know, horror characters. So yep. there's, a, there's a character profile on the doll. <laughs> Occupation. Child's toy. <laughs> Powers and skills, <laughs> stealth and strength. <laughs> Who the fuck wrote this? Can we Hobby, get... none known. <laughs> Can we get some like trading cards? Alias, clown doll. <laughs> Full name, unknown, but he's known as evildoer. Um, goals. His goals in life are distract the family so the other ghosts could abduct Carol Ann. <laughs> Crimes, attempted murder. <laughs> Type of villain, murderous possessed doll. I'm going to look all the characters that we're talking about and see what, what their fucking goals are. Can you please? Like, what was Pennywise's goal? Oh, what, what was Pennywise's goal? What is Captain Spaulding's goal? Pennywise, Pennywise. Doesn't matter which one, just go with either. It just looked up Stephen King. Oh. I know, you keep going. That's a bit shit. I'll find Well, while you're finding all these occupations and goals for fucking evil clowns, my next one is going to be Terrifier uh, from 2016, directed by Damien Leon. Um, it's basically just like a maniacal clown named Art, Art the Clown. Um, he terror terrorizes three women um, on Halloween night. So it's just fucking evil this clown is evil he's he's played by a, a mime so this guy was a mime he came on to do this film but he is just terrifying like the face as of the him, name suggests as the name suggests like he's got this he's like the, the classic white face clown he almost looks like a harley he's got a little hat on his side he's of his got head. a very little hat but this film is just so brutal like at one point he's sitting there and he's just staring at these girls and then he just smiles and it's very reminiscent of the the laughing man um film from like the the 20s or 30s which yep. was terrifying um and then you know he goes off to the bathroom and he kills someone and he smears blood and shit all over the walls and then he comes shit. out shit actual, actual poo shit. actual poo there is poo 
Yeah, why do you do that? Because well, snack stinks. We don't know. So is he? Wait, is he? I didn't. Is he a monster? So there is this whole thing where he's like this supernatural entity. Like they sort of whisper at that a little bit. Does he like appear and reappear? No. And- no, no, no. He's like, it's like he's, it seems like he comes back on Halloween one. to go and terrorize people. Halloween? Yeah. It's not really a clown holiday. Eh, it's people, not. People dress up. So what, he, does he, was he, was he a person originally? Like, Well, they don't really go too far into it. It's just like, it's this he's clown. He's there? He's there. He's now terrorizing these particular girls. Because people like this film. And people there's two of them. This, this film is great. This film is fucking brutal. We get some absolutely brutal deaths, um, which, I mean, you probably would have seen online at some point, but, yeah, it's it's heavy on the gore. Is that why people like it? Because it's, like, gore-tastic? Oh, it's gore-tastic. No, yeah. It's no, gore. it's gore-tastic. So I have found um, his Pennywise's profile. Yes. So apparently the evildoer part is just, it's not the name of the characters, it's just what they are. He's okay. an evildoer. He's an evildoer. So he's... Um, he has a lot of aliases. Yes. Um, I'm not going to go into all of them. Um, but his hobbies <laughs> are terrifying children, yes. killing and devouring children, uh-huh. showing the deadlights to its victims and making them float, uh-huh. playing tricks on victims, extracting revenge, playing mind games with victims, and scaring its enemies and victims for life. That's his hobbies? Huh. His crimes, uh, no, his, his his goals. I'm just going to read the goals and his hobbies. I think that's the stupidest thing to have. Oh, yeah. His goals are to kill uh, kill its eternal enemy, Matron the Turtle. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Feed on the fears of children of Derry and then devour them every 27 years to fulfill his hunger. Control and expand and influence over all of Derry and blah, 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 blah. Um. What's the turtles thing? It's part of the book. Is it not? They didn't do that in the film. No. There's a. There's a. Oh, so they've got a. Oh, they've got a, a profile on each one of them. Oh. So that was the books one. Oh. And basically, it's the same for all of them. <laughs> Pennywise. What about the new Pennywise? What is his hobby? Showing the deadlights to his victims to make them float. He really needs some more hobbies. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Anyhow, not as interesting as I thought it would be. Forget I said it. <laughs> all right. Well, what's your next one? Oh, I have to go back to my notes. No, that's all right. Uh, my next note is The Violator, the clown from hell from the Spawn franchise, but mainly the Spawn film. <laughs> <laughs> what f- year was the Spawn film bought out? It's like 94 or 95 or something like that. Yeah, so this is a... Spawn movie. I'm just going to look this one up. This was heavily um, 1997. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So the the clown is played by, like, John... I can't say that, dude. John Leguizamo. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yep. Um, he plays the violator, that that guy. We yep. all know that actor who's still around. He's still around. He's still doing and shit. And he plays this giant... He's a big, fat kind of... He's real short. I don't know how... He must have been on his knees, I reckon. No, maybe? he's short. Is he short in real life? Yes. Maybe he just looks short because he was a massive, fat clown. Maybe. Um, he plays the clown from hell, or a.k.a. the violator, in um, 
in the, the, the Spawn movie. I mean, you guys have to see this to, to believe it. It's so fucking stupid. Well, see, I haven't seen the Spawn film. So Spawn's never been something that's like high on my radar. But I know the clown. I know the violator. I know what he looks like. It's one of those things that has popped up. And the violator's a great looking character. Yeah. Well, it looks fantastic. Big jaw. Like how I used to like drawing. Like Todd McFarlane, the, the creator of Spawn and all that. Yes. And basically, he used to just draw shit that he liked to draw. Yeah. Um, he's got that, like, you know how like Spawn has chains coming off of him and around him and that? And like, yeah. someone just asked him, like, um, why has Spawn got chains around him and that? And he just said, because kids love chains. <laughs> like that, did he? Kids Shut love, up, that's why. Quote, kids love chains. Yeah. Why not? Um, it's true. And I used to draw chains on heaps of my shit, it's like, but probably because more of Hellraiser. But um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I the the curves in the violator, like his jaw and his arm and his head, as the person who does drawings, they're very pleasing things to draw. And I reckon yeah. that's why the violator looks like he does. He's like this big kind of spidery, skeletony, elongated, big long fingers thing. And, and he comes from, he's in disguise as a big, fat, overweight clown. Yeah. Called, um, I don't know if he's got a name. I think it's called The Violator. What's his goals and aspirations? Oh. Like, I, he's got to have some hobbies and goals, right? Spawn Clown. Spawn Clown. Violator. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look up his, uh, his, his LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, does he have a LinkedIn? I would really love to get in touch. You'd like to get Spawn Violator. Here, I found him. He is... His hobbies... His goals are to kill Al Simmons uh, slash Spawn for not becoming a soldier of uh, Malboria. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Groom, train, mold, and prepare the assigned Hellspawn army to the service uh, of Malboria. So he's basically just a. D- he seemed like a weird choice for that goal. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Mm. A clown that turns into a big spider. Like you're supposed to groom and train somebody to become a general of hell. Why didn't they just train him in hell instead of letting him go to Earth? Valid Things point. that shouldn't be asked. Things that should not be asked. No. Um, hobbies: using his clown form um, to terrorize children. <laughs> okay. And, and antagonize Al Simmons slash Spawn. <laughs> his hobby but yeah anyhow that's done fuck that shit off sure all right well this is my last film on my list and of course i couldn't this isn't gonna be a long episode because but... no, it's fine it doesn't matter you've, you've you're going to the beach today so you know you got to get ready it's true um so the last film on my list i gotta talk about killer clowns from outer space you're wearing the t-shirt I right am now wearing the t-shirt we'll have to take a photo in space no one can hear you eat ice cream yeah is exactly its tagline i can't eat ice cream but that's neither here nor there um so basically it's like these alien clowns from outer space <laughs> come down and terrorize a small town it's basically the blob but with, with clowns. clowns yeah and they're funny aren't they well, they it, use clown antics to kill their people. They are. It. They do. So the first half of the film starts out kind of like a little bit mm, and trickstery and funny. And then the second half gets fucking dark. Hmm? But it, it gets dark. Like it's very brutal. Not like crazy brutal. It's very but they're 80s big, brutal. just giant puppets, aren't they? Well, they're people in clown suits. But aren't their heads huge and they shit? Like huge, they're all weird. Yeah. Like and they're giant mouths and yeah. stuff. And But 
And I haven't seen this one either. We are definitely going to be doing this as oh an episode. No, you have to watch this. You cannot go through life not having seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space. At least once. Have they done... Is there more than one film? They want to make a second one. So um, no. <laughs> so no. Um, but... It's the, so Stephen Chiodo, who directed the film, him and his brother are... Stop motion animators, so they oh, yeah. have done a lot of stuff in the is past. Is there stop motion animation in it? There is. Oh, there is, and they did um, a movie recently. It was like a kids' film on Netflix, and it was like this little alien Christmas character. Yeah, right. Which was really cool. But yeah, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space is iconic for clowns. Like it's just one of those things where I've always known it, but as I said, I've never been interested in clowns. Well, that's the thing. So once again, you know the clowns. You've not seen the movie. Clowns are more iconic than the movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or but, killer clowns. Like, you can't really go. No, you I can't mean, go it's spelled with double K. So must, they must exist in the Mortal Kombat universe. <laughs> oh, I would love just to play that. They could have a killer clown in the Mortal Kombat game. Mm hmm. That or would be great. Or they could do a crossover. I would love that. But yeah, so, like, this is just one of those films where, you know, it's, it is good. Do they get beaten? Yeah, of course. <laughs> they seem Spoiler. like. Spoiler. But yes, of course they do. And it's the fucking easiest way possible. But they go through the whole film and it's like they get to the end and they're like, oh, we need to know how to destroy it. And this guy's like, oh, yeah, I know how to destroy them. How did he know? Because he killed one like earlier on, but just didn't think to say anything to anyone because fuck everyone else, right? Yeah, right. So, yes. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It is a must watch. We will be doing it as an episode. So you just start preparing yourself mentally and physically, my friend. All right. I have a couple of other ones that I just want to talk about. Do it. Like... Uh, the old Billy the Puppet mm-hmm. from the Saw franchise, the little man that rides the tricycle, uh-huh. and he uh, he's often used. I mean, he's not he's not like a he's just more of a, a, a remote control clown, isn't mm. he? Like kind of thing. He's like basically the voice of what's his name? Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yeah. Um, and he, he's a kind of a little iconic man, I reckon. He's got well, little he spiral cheeks, and he's got like he's a very horror icony clown. He is a horror icon clown now. Oh, well, he's a puppet, but he's still a clown. Yeah. Well, I mean, out of all the stuff that you can sort of buy for the franchise, you could buy him. You buy him the puppet. like Full-sized? You can buy a full-sized one. On a tricycle? I think you can, actually. Well, it would be the easiest way to make him. He's pretty good. Yeah. But I liked him. He was kind of cool. He was on the Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, little tricycle. Yeah. He'd roll in. Did he roll in with blood on his tires? He probably did. Probably did. Hey, he was a good little clown. I liked him. Um, I liked the Saw movies. I didn't like them when they... I, so I loved the first one, mm-hmm. made by what's his name from Recovery, James One yeah. Lee One L. Yep, um, I really enjoyed that one, and I watched it a whole bunch of times. Showed people, and then like the second one came out, and the third one came out. And I, I kind of like because they were bringing them out every Halloween. Was once that... it started to become like a franchise, but then I think there was like three or four out, and I hadn't watched any of them. Mm-hmm. I just kind of dropped it, and then I watched them all at once, and I really got into watching them all because oh, wow. they were like. Uh, it was one of those things where there was lots of continuity in there. And I was like, yep. oh, yeah. So they do, they're they not just churning them out. They're trying to do a decent story kind of thing. And then it has that vomitous fucking scene where the girl, because I hate ne- like needles, and she falls into the pit of fucking hyperthermic hyper, syringes. Yep. <laughs> and um, made me nearly like, vomit saying that. And I was like, yeah. And then um, I haven't seen the last one. There's Spiral? One- oh, no, no, not that one. The so- one. Well, there's one called Jigsaw. Yep. I haven't seen the one, I think it's an actual, the one where he like, does a giant, jo- like, I don't know what they're called, jokes. They're like puzzles 
on like Times Square or whatever or something. I don't know. I it's like, like World Puzzle or something. He's like I, taking it massive into a city. Sure. Like everyone's in it. I think that's what happened. I only saw the trailer. Right. I don't know. I gave away tickets at work. I know I've seen a bunch of them. But I, I assume the puppet's in. Billy. Yeah. I didn't know his name was Billy until I looked up his profile. <laughs> oh, mate, Billy. With his goals and aspirations. I wonder if he has goals and inspirations. Let's have a, have goals a and hobbies for Billy the Clown. His, uh, his goals and inspirations would be like to wheel into a room. To tricycle around the city. Uh, to tricycle along your larynx. To, yeah, to, his, his goals are to go really well on strata. <laughs> <laughs> like, finally. It doesn't really, he doesn't really have a little. Doesn't have a profile? He doesn't have a profile. Doesn't have any goals. Saw, 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 saw. Jigsaw's got one. Mm. What's Spiral? Well, Spiral's the, the, the reboot of the series. It's really? done by Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock? Chris Rock's in is it. He, he in it? He is in it and he looks weird. Like he's, there's something wrong with his face, but I can't pinpoint Has it. Has he had surgery? I think so. Fillers? Yes. I think he just looks plastic now. And I think Samuel L. Jackson's in it. But it got really, really bad. Well, Samuel L. Jackson was in the first one. No, he wasn't. It was no, don't, don't, Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. <laughs> Whoops. Um, okay. And some other ones I wanted to mention was like the scene in Extro. Mm-hmm. Remember Extro? Mm-hmm. So Extro is like, you know, it's about a kid whose fucking dad gets kidnapped by aliens. He sees the, occur- the occurrence happen. His dad comes back. Uh, for some reason, this gives the kid powers. Uh, the dad, though, is basically an alien come back in the form of his dad. That's the story. But there is a scene in it where the kids' powers manifest themselves in the form of like a dwarf clown. Like, mm-hmm. so I met a little, a, a challenged, a vertically challenged person. I a, don't know what. A little person? A little person who dresses as a clown who comes in and impregnates some French prostitutes that they have there that are like tied up in extraterrestrial cocoons and he impregnates them with eggs. To build more, to to make more um, aliens. I don't know why the kids' power impregnates people. Fuck knows. I don't know. But that scene is well, definitely a scene uh, clown that I remember. I don't know if it's, it's, it's uh, high on anybody else's list. But to get have that in a scene with a kid of a fucking dwarf clown impregnating a bunch of prostitutes. Yeah, that just sounds like I've not watched Extra in years. It's such a weird film. It may have the best, scariest, one of the scariest movie covers I think of all time. Mm-hmm. One with the alien with his lashing tongue coming out at you, like kind of thing. And like it looks real as well. It's like a, it's like an old looks like a photo that someone's taken of it happening, and it's just yeah. like, ugh, is that a real thing? <laughs> And um, yeah, so that's what I want to mention. And the last thing I want to mention is fucking a film from 2018 called Clownado. Yes. Clownado. Yes. Not not made by the Sharknado people. No. Just jumping on the Nado like game that everyone did. Like, yes. As, and some other, what are, like, you know, you got Sharknado. You got what are the other Nados? Is there like a sp- Spider Nado? I think there is. And there's also like Tornado Tornado. It's a, it's a Tornado. Tornado Nado. So NATO, NATO. So Clown NATO, yeah. um, and it, it, it's right up with this film, is 
Cursed demonic circus clown set out on a, venge- a vengeful massacre using tornadoes as their weapons. Yep. A stripper, an Elvis impersonator, a truck driver, a teen runaway, and a dude <laughs> get caught in the supernatural battle between femme fatales and the boss clown from hell. That's the write-up of this film. Look... I watched... Why is it called Clownado? It, to me, a Clownado is a tornado that shoots clowns. Yeah. Not clowns that shoot tornadoes. No. That's not a t- Clownado. Unless they have a gun that shoots tornadoes it's, that's in the theme of a clown, then that'll be a gut Clownado gun. You are thinking too much about this 2018 classic. Look, I watched about 20 minutes of it before I had to turn it off. Oh, you, t- you actually look. Jen turned off a film. It must just be shit. No, no, no. So what happens is I start watching these films and Liz sits there and watches them with me. As soon as Liz starts complaining, I turn off a film. So I got about 20 minutes into Land Shark the other day before I had to turn that off as well. How does Land Shark be on land? Is he a fly? No. Does he Junji Ito legs? He goes through the sand. But also I didn't get to finish watching it, so, you know. He's like, uh, what was that? Grizzly Shark. Yes. The comic where he just goes from tree to tree. Yes. But yeah, Clownado is like, it's super low budget. Um, it, It would definitely be a beer and chicken wing group movie, but also... You would only watch it once and that would be it. And then you'd like wish for those minutes back and then curse. Still, I don't think it should be called Clown NATO. No. If I was the NATO people, I'd be suing them and going, you didn't even have a Clown NATO in it. <laughs> I, I, as I said, if I have a movie that's got a NATO ending, I expect it to be a tornado that fires out whatever the first part of the word is mm. or uses it some way. Not just. To lie, NATO. You're lying. Like, if you had a movie called Dognado, I wouldn't expect it to have dogs that bark out little tornadoes at you. I'd want a, a fucking tornado that fires dogs at you. Yes. It's just bullshit. Some, some people, that's why that film should get a bad rating, because they didn't get it right. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Now, you did have honourable mention of John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy, just as in the actual real-life, most general. terrifying, most horrible clown in the world. Yes. The serial killer who dressed as a clown. He did. Pogo the Clown. He, he you know, Pogo. He, Pogo. I actually have a little figurine of Pogo the Clown. Um, Paul Bearer Press released a bunch of little figurines uh, called Casket Kids. Um, I've still got to get the rest of them, but one of them was... Was Pogo the Clown, and I did buy that. Yuck. It's pretty Because there's a film called just Gacy. Yes. Which is obviously the John Wayne Gacy, so I'm sure it's historically I just accurate, remember not. the... I, that was one of the covers that I always remember in the video shop as well, but it's just like this big fat guy with clown makeup on, and I'm like, Ugh, I don't But wasn't John Wayne Gacy quite good looking? Wasn't he one of those no, charismatic that like, ones? that was like Ted Bundy. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, And Jeffrey yeah, Dahmer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, I think it was done. Uh, yeah, one of them was real good looking. Yeah, Bundy. Bundy, yeah. Um, yeah, John Wayne Gacy. Fuck, man. Mm-hmm. That, do you reckon he's the one who has made clowns scary? Like, I, I'm pretty certain. I'm I'm not going to just say yes, but I'm pretty certain that once this sort of unfolded, that's when clowns started to or become... Or that's when clowns started to get that bad vibe. Do we really want to get one for our kids' birthday party? Yes, yeah. Like, so like I said... Like, man chooses... I'm tired of you holding me down, Marge. I'm going to clown school. <laughs> holding me back, whatever yep. it was. <laughs> Just out of the blue. Like, like, nobody no. saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so like I, I feel that because of everything that had happened and then it wasn't until like the 20, 20th century that the clowns like with Bozo and uh, Ronald McDonald and kids' birthday parties, that became like a positive clown thing. But then this happened and it was just like, ba-bow. Oh, no, thank man. you. I think we've wrapped it. I think that's I think we it. have. I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. No, look, that's going to do it. I mean... We're done. Surely other people have their favourite clowns. Well, I don't know if there are many other ones. There is we... an Amateurville Clown House. Oh, there's heaps of other like low budget clown yeah. films out there. But like we were like trying to give give you some. I mean, as crap as um, uh, you know, Spawn is. It was still a massive film. Mm. But everyone, so many people saw it. I need to watch it. I You're mean, not the first person that I've had this conversation with. It's not good. Though like I the don't CG think it's in going it, I, I tried to watch it recently. The CG in it looks like a fucking like here's Johnny film clip from the nineties. I did just watch Lawnmower Man recently, so it can't be as bad as that. Yeah, but Lawnmower Man's like it's excusable because it was set within a computer. Mm-hmm. Like it, that wasn't trying to emulate real life at any stage. Or does he come outside of the computer? I can't remember. Yeah, he, he comes does. outside of it. Yeah, <sighs> we'll figure it out. Anyway. Look, that's going to do it. But before we sign off, I'd just like to take a moment to shout out to all of the people that have uh, interacted with us. There has been a fucking lot of you, and I appreciate every one of you. But the big hitters. But the big hitters. Adrian DiGorolamo. DiGorolamo. Yep, thank you. I apologize for butchering your name. Uh, Adam Gillespie, Simone Stewart, Dave Kudruff, Kevin Patterson, Patrick Roberts. We're some of the, the the main instigators on there. Yeah. Some of them have got the top fan hit, you know, on Facebook. Oh. Some of them have got that. I think they have to actually accept that, don't they? I think so. I don't know how it works. No, anyway, you've been listening to uh, Television Horror Podcast, the Splatter Chatter with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTube. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure you hit the, the like button, subscribe button, leave a comment or a review, get on the social media and tell us what your fucking favourite clown is or clown you hate the most or a clown incident that has happened to you. Not if it's a fucked one, though. <laughs> and I'm talking about gross, you know, you fucked ones. You know, fuck. I don't want to know if you fucked a clown. Has anyone had sex with someone who works as a clown? That's what I want to know. Okay, I do want to know that. Yeah, it's true. Sure. And is there such a thing as a female clown? <laughs> Not in any horror movie that I know. No. Well, at 31, there's a female clown in 31. You really? Oh, yeah, that, that's just someone dressed up as a, as a gang member. Are there female clowns? Harley Quinn. Is she a clown? She's a Harley Quinn. What's a Harley Quinn? She's a Harley Quinn. So it's like a clown. I didn't know that. Yeah. Should we have mentioned her as a favorite clown? Well, I mean, she's every girl's favorite clown, right? I don't know. Uh, me neither. Anyway, we've got an Instagram. We've got a Facebook. We've got a fucking all that shit. Look us up. We've got an email. It's called terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Anyway, remember, be kind. Rewind. Rewind.